Cowabunga. It's me, your DM, Josh Wilkinson, here with some some other beach bros. Uh, beach bro number one. We got Jade. How's it hanging, my guy? This is how Tria sounds all the time. Don't worry about it. Just for this one episode. Please commit to that. It's so good. Uh, yeah, beach bro number two is Kale. Hang ten, dude. It's so good to see you all. That that works. Yeah, it was like Squeeb doing a, a beach bro voice. Uh, beach bro number three. We got Lexus. Like totally sus up, dude. How's it going? And beach bro number four. We got Harris. Cowabunga! I'm an old surfing man. <laughs> I broke my hip on a rip wave curl. <laughs> I don't know all that kid terminology. The pot you guys smoke this day is different to the pot that I smoked when I was your age. Before this old man tells us any, any more stories about his life, we should do a review review. And boy, we got something experimental today. <laughs> we sure do we sure do this week because we i mean we record in advance but guys you got to pick it up because we don't actually have a review to review this week if you've done a wow. review on on itunes i don't know why it hasn't come through but yeah you're right josh that is wrong if you want to send us a review though and please do because we've run out of them itunes spotify lost cost pod socials lost cost pod on the gmail uh or on our cool Fancy brand Discord. Jump on board for that. But we do actually have a review, Joshua, right? And this review comes from our very own player, Lexus. Uh, you want to review what? the... Yeah. Why don't, you, why don't you read out your review? Yeah, we, we go to Lexus Live, who, uh, as a, I think kind of as a joke, said minutes before we started that she would review the podcast, and immediately we're all on board. So here we go. Instant regrets. Instant regrets, guys. But my review for the day... You know, we've come pretty far at this point, guys. We've made a little tight-knit little group that mostly gets on. Halcyon. We've managed to finally get out into the desert and explore the world a little bit more. You know, keeping each other safe. <clears throat> Halcyon. It's just, it's, it, is, it is quite nice, you know, seeing the point that we're at now. And we're, we're starting to find out more about each other. And I think we're going to make a really solid team by the end of this that is going to face everything together minus halcyon that <laughs> you know and i look forward to see where we go next so that's our I review mean, how do we how do we feel team i mean it seemed unnecessarily pointed towards halcyon if i'm being honest i don't know if i noticed that i don't know if i picked that up yeah maybe it's written Did between I maybe it's my own yeah, maybe it's my own ego. Different vibe, to be perfectly honest with you. But sorry, guys, that's on me. It's my own ego. It's a thing I'm working on. I apologize. I just I heard my character's name, and I guess I got obsessed with that. Um, great review as always. Um, a perfect example uh, of what um you listeners should do because you're letting us fucking down. <laughs> are we? Are we? My review is be more like Lexus. We should good, good cop, bad cop. This. Hey, li- hey, listener. Hey, let me let me take you aside. Well, Harris is doing his old, you know, yada, yada, yada. I just can't believe that they do this I to think, us. I think, hey, just between, just between you and me. I'm pacing the room. If 
even if you're not a hundred percent sure about your review, and you just you know, you know, you know if you're on the fence, <laughs> if you've free. got something mulling around, even if it's just like a fun idea, or if like even if it's just something for me as the DM, even if you're a DM and you just want to give me like some advice, you know, some friendly advice, DM to DM, just let us know. You know, there's no pressure. There's no pressure to. Do we even keep doing it? There's no pressure to say anything. <laughs> you know, super. You don't have to be the funniest person in the world. I mean, I'm not. I'm definitely not. And I do a lot of talking. So why don't you do a little bit of talking, and then all of us can talk about it. Unbelievable. Let's let's go back to the the crowd so that everyone else can can uh, jump in on this review review. Hey guys, I'm back. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, I think I'm going to give that review uh, a 10 tech decks uh, riding a car-sized skateboard. Oh. Um, mostly because um, <laughs> yeah, so fuel I love the animosity towards Halcyon um, because <laughs> he's still got a lot of growing to do um, and we haven't quite reached the point where we love him yet. Um, but as, as Harris says, we'll love him eventually, right? Right, Harris? Eventually. Uh, sorry yeah 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 sorry i was just i was um, just trying to calm myself yeah, down yeah, i'm just gonna yeah. go just pace in the back for a yeah. bit and just settle myself down. um and also uh oh, he's just you know mostly for having having the guts to to give us a review um yeah thank you thank you lexus great review you're welcome thank you uh i personally think it was way too optimistic uh i think <laughs> <laughs> I think that the my eyes are dry, you know. Uh I hate optimism. Uh I'm a nihilist. I hope this podcast fails. <laughs> wow, real heal energy. <laughs> Serious. If you also think that, give us a review. But it has to be five stars. So it's kind of contradictory. But if you hate this podcast, because I clearly hate this podcast a lot, um, I dedicate all my time to it out of spite, um, you should give <laughs> give us a review, please. We'd love to hear it. Well, <clears throat> I I clearly think this review is, is pretty great. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize you were going to review it. <laughs> she had to. I mean, come on, you have to. Uh, I, you know what? I, I see where where I'm coming from. Halcyon. <laughs> has... That really got Halcyon. kale. I could tell. <laughs> I just love that. You know what? I, I do see where I'm coming from. <laughs> Halcyon, you know, he's got a lot of growing to do. Um, he clearly still hasn't got the hang of talking to any of us, but. He's making the effort, you know, he's made it with Squeeb a lot more, but I, I feel he's making the effort. And if he continues down this path, guys, I don't know. I think Harris might potentially be right that we end up at least liking him. So like, I think it was a little bit harsh against Halcyon, maybe, but some good points were raised. And I think hopefully Halcyon will listen. So top tier trophy comment review, guys. Thanks. I, um, I, actually, I actually know this reviewer. Um, and knowing them, <laughs> um, <laughs> you do, yeah, what? yeah, it's crazy. I know them in real life, which is crazy. I mean, they didn't make it super clear who it was, but I picked up on the you know, on the, the subtle uh, clues, yes. Um, the username, yeah, yeah, it was the username, um, the username being, <laughs> being Lex's voice. Um, <laughs> and I normally I would give them uh, more, I, I give them two thumbs up, um, that's 
Normally, again, normally it would be bore. This is kind of embarrassing, but my thumb guy is out of town, so I don't have more than two thumbs to give. Um, but they're like, you know, primo thumbs, so that's two thumbs up from me. Um, yeah. I don't know them personal, but I think they'll very much appreciate your two thumbs, Josh. I think. How do people? So. I hope so. <laughs> well, well <laughs> that's. I mean. <laughs> If you want to put in, I mean, any effort at all, because at this point, <laughs> at this point, you've got the people who are making the show reviewing us. You hey, can review hey, us. Hey, you, let's, iTunes, let's, let's go over here. Let's go over Spotify. here. Let's go over here. Hey, you can, um, no pressure, but if, if you wanted to, hard. if you wanted to review us, you can review <laughs> us on iTunes. You could review us on, I mean, any, any platform that you use to listen to the show probably has the option to review us. So if you wanted to do that, or even just jump in the Discord and say something nice, or even We've something like neutral, we'd, we'd appreciate it. You know, we I just, so little. I personally, I would really appreciate it if you wanted to jump in and just, just let us know anything, you know, it can be, it can be um, your, your favorite moment. It can be like an idea for a character. It can be a story about, you know, your experience with DMD. Anything like that. We'd appreciate it. We really would. Hey guys, I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, no, we would. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. I got a bit heated there. Um, I just miss you. <laughs> I think that's probably, 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 probably time for a recap. I think this, this is my idea favorite. Got a lot more unhinged. I think this is actually <laughs> legitimately my favorite review review because of how insane it is. Did not expect that to get as unhinged, but um, I shall swiftly move over to the recap. Yeah. In our last episode, we opened up with a really nice meeting with Lamb Talith. She was very interested in Squeeb's magic, but she eventually got around to telling us our task of entering the veil, which clearly isn't at all dangerous. None of us know about it, so we clearly believe that. And she wants us to restart two fans that are on inside the lab. After finding out that she may be a little bit of a pollen addict, maybe, and some debate as to who was going to go into the veil, and let's face it, a few failed attempts, Sweep cleans the way for Tria and Crixia with a good old shatter. With that, the block that was keeping this entrance sealed crumbles to sand. As does a small bit of the entrance itself also cracks and breaks and falls inwards. Well, that was certainly an effective way of opening the door. Yeah, breaking stuff seems to work sometimes, eh? Just sometimes, though, because, like, if there was, you know... Yeah, I don't know where I was going with this. Just, I'm just going to say sometimes it works. Well... Unfortunately, I don't think the rest of this we can just break, so we should probably get going. The only other side, the boys, and Chris will head in. Sweet, keep in contact. Uh, Crixia like shouts hello back in Squeeb's head to make sure that like, yep, she's got the hang down this time. Good job. Trina's gonna just start like she's gonna, for the sake of it, be relaying all the steps that they go through. So. Squeeb is consistently up to date and he can relay that to Halcyon. Yeah, yeah, I'll be telling Halcyon. As, as they wander in, Halcyon's going to turn to Squeeb and go, Squeeb, um, 
I'm aware that Lamtelleth has been looking down on us, and it will be somewhat strange that we didn't all enter. Um, I'm wondering if, I, if one of us should go, and by one of us I mean me, should go and speak to Lamtelleth and explain, or be like, yeah, we just, it we is just, dangerous, we're yeah. surprised. We just don't want to put all of our eggs in the same basket, right? So, just tell them. Or do we just... uh, Okay, do we think... Can you ask the group and see if that's... I should have asked before they went in there. Do you you want Um, to check in? Yeah, I'll relay that to the group. Tell them to come back out, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Just tell Halcyon to be his most Halcyon Halcyon and say that we are lowly INTS citizens and he doesn't want to do the work. I will definitely say that. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll say it exactly how Tria just said it. <laughs> Alcyon goes, uh-huh, uh, yeah, uh, uh-huh. As though that wasn't, <laughs> of course, what he was going to say. And then he'll yeah. turn and start walking back up. Uh, yeah. Uh, you begin the ascent as the other party members begin their descent. Uh, it's a particularly long ladder. And as you climb down, you notice that the only source of light is the hole that has been blown in the ceiling. So by the time you hit the second floor, there will be no light at all. Correct is perfectly fine with that. Doesn't even think twice about it. I just double check if Tria is fine with that. (laughs) Yeah, Tria's fine with that. Cool. (laughs) Cool, cool. You descend further and further away from the pillar of light above you, and eventually your feet hit floor. You're on the first floor of this space, and as you glance around, though you can only see about 60 feet with your dark vision, you see the this area immediately splits into a V-shape. Uh, one pathway heading to the left, one pathway heading to the right. There are no labels anywhere. Um... There are no entrances to rooms. It is simple, bare-bones hallway. Will, uh... Any chance you know which way to go? We were given a map, right? Yeah, you pull up the little, like, scribbled-on piece of parchment. Uh, this is what you see. And... For interpretation reasons. Where are we right now? Uh, you've just... This. just So this... Uh, where is it? That's the ladder going down. You're right there where it splits into a V. Uh-huh. Okay, so one of those is a dead end, if I'm reading this correctly. One of them heads to the yeah. second floor. One of them heads to the third floor. Uh, okay. I need a key for this map, Josh. Where's my key? <laughs> There is nothing labeled. <laughs> it is literally just always. Uh, yeah, Tria will head in the direction that gets us to the fourth floor. So I assume head to the third floor and then head to the fourth floor. That would be a great plan. But these or... hallways are unlabeled. Cool. Well, left or right? Left. Ready. You guys head left. You move further and further away from the fresh air that enters by the ladder. As you do so, it is 
humid in here. The air is damp and heavy, and it almost encourages you to take a deeper breath, just so you can get that little extra bit of oxygen that is available. As you begin to walk through, uh, we'll cut to Halcyon. Halcyon, you've ascended to the top. Lamtel turns away from the glass. She comes over and opens the door. Well, hello, little creature. Ah, hello. Uh, thank you for um, allowing me into your presence again, oh, grand uh, Pentora member. I had wondered, I decided that the iron, it was kind of more iron tear work, and I had wondered if, in your grace, you would allow me to uh, shelter from the heat um, amongst your offices. I won't be any bother. Well, as long as you promise to stay out of the way. Um, I was sort of hoping that all of you would go as a team, just in case there were any complications that you could all, you know, handle together. Um, I would be lying to say I'm not a little bit disappointed you aren't in there with them. I, um, I apologize, but... Potentially for your findings, it might be helpful to know that when I got close to it, I started to feel a little ill. Um, so potentially there's something around the goblin physiology that makes that supposedly, as you say, unharmful uh, fumes. Maybe it's something about my yeah, goblinoid form or my age, potentially. You know, that is interesting that you have had an immediate reaction. Uh, be honest with me. And she, she like, a little condescendingly, she, like, sinks down to your level, so she's on her knees, and you guys are eye to eye. Would you say it was a strong reaction, or a weak one? Um, I suppose weak. It just, my my thoughts got a little bit sort of muddled. On a scale of one to uh, ten, how would you rate it? Oh, a th- Three, enough to know that potentially me heading in there might make it feel worse. Interesting. And on a scale of one to ten, how much do you love the dragon queen? Ten. Eleven. <laughs> there is a long quiet. Good. Then you wouldn't mind helping me. And she opens the door and gestures for you to go back downstairs. Um, help you how? Uh, this way. Come on. Be careful on the stairs. All right, I'm following. Cool. I'm a good little boy. <laughs> you start heading back down the stairs. Squeeb, you can see uh, that Lamb Talith and Halcyon are both coming down the stairs now. Uh, we cut back to inside. Eventually, you come across some rooms. Uh, again, because of the thick fog in the air and because it's so dark it kind of messes with your dark vision. So you can see, but there's a certain distance where this veil is too dense to actually see through, like fog. Um, Which is also strange, because you guys have never seen veil this thick before, to the point where it fully blocks vision. You cannot see very far into the rooms. You see that there are eight doors. Each door has a set of three musical notes that are identical to its neighbor. Uh, Tria, I would like you to make a performance check. Great. Please. Oh, great. 25. 25. The notes are written in draconic, but because of your high roll, you're able to convert those into letters. Perfect. Uh, recognizing the notes, uh, Treya will pull out her lute and strum 
uh, B, E, and then D. As you do, silently, all eight of the doors open. Great. Eight more pathways. <laughs> Can Tria, like, peer down each of the doorways to see if there's, like, noticeably anything inside? Yeah. As you look into these rooms, they are very clearly living spaces with threadbare, sort of almost no decoration. They are rock-solid bed frames with, like, sack-like material used as a sheet and blanket. Um, there are very, very simple. There's, like, a, a table, again, made of blocks of stone uh, and what looks like cupboards on the very, very far end of each room, and they are almost identical to each other. Okay. Can can we tell, like, if it's been used recently? Like, if this is the place that the elderly go to every night? Or has it kind of been like, this veil happened and they have evacuated and no one's been in since? You asked exactly the right thing, so I won't make you roll. Uh, this <laughs> good, place... I'm not doing good. <laughs> this place... <laughs> ha- you've almost certainly nailed it in one. This is probably where the old people who work the farm... Uh, sleep and rest, but they are unable to do so because of the veil here. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, can Tria like search one of the, I'm assuming, almost identical bedrooms for things inside the drawers, more like musical notes somewhere? Uh, there are no more musical notes etched anywhere. As you search what drawers there are, they're sort of built into the sides of the bed frames. It is just like identical copies of the same outfit that they're all wearing. Great. Um, can Trea spot anything that... Just on the surface level before I get too caught up in... in puzzle shit uh spot anything that will like is noticeably this is the direction we need to head or does it kind of look like this is a dead end and they've gone the wrong way uh i mean you can after checking these rooms you can continue further down the hallway um the at the far end of the hallway is the beginning of a ramp that heads further down but in these rooms it looks like it's just plain old living quarters great um Tria will turn to Crixia ask if she wants to search for anything else or if they should just keep moving so that they're not stuck in veil for too long Will, I'm quite happy with what you've done and I think you're right we shouldn't uh, we shouldn't hang around especially if this is the elderly's homes I, I, I don't know if I feel comfortable taking anything from them and going through the knickknacks but the I think as Tria Tria will start walking um, I think it's even outside of the fact that they're almost certainly disturbed by the veil the fact that the only things in their living quarters are matching identical outfits and nothing else it's a little bit scary but yes, I do believe that your initial evaluation of this place is is probably correct. There's something going on here that uh, I don't know the exact details, but uh, it definitely seems like something we should investigate at some point. Tria will continue up the ramp. 
You guys head to the end of the hallway and you find the ramp that heads down deeper. Oh, down the ramp. Yeah, this place goes deeper and deeper down. Um, as you start heading down the ramp, uh, Crixia, you see... Mm. It stands out because, again, these hallways are so empty. They're so simple, so spartan. At the end of the ramp heading down, there is a cage. It basically, it, it almost feels like it jumps out at you as you hit the point of the fog where it disperses enough for you to see. Um, it is a cage made entirely of humanoid bones. <laughs> Not only <What>? that... <laughs> Um, but I will send you a message that may change how you interpret what you see I already have so many thoughts going through my head and I hope one of them is not true Um, um, she'll throw a hand out uh, to stop Treya Uh, I do not know if you can see that but uh, there is a cage ahead made of human bones and uh if the people that I think are involved are involved, we need to be very careful. People involved? What other people are involved? There is... Well, there is a place out in the desert called the, the Sticks, and uh, everyone knows not to go near there because there are some very... unhospitable people. Now... Hmm. This is definitely something that they tend to do, and I, I'd very much not want to run into them again. But I do not see as a good sign that they are here. No, I can't imagine so. Um, do we need to check for traps? I feel like we are stopping and pondering too quickly, and as much as this is dangerous, so is the veil. I'll say, Tria, as you sort of look, um... It's kind of shocking that you didn't notice it. It's so close to you. Um, but it does. It, it kind of just jumps out of you out of nowhere. There was a moment where you you could have sworn the hallway was empty, and then all of a sudden, a full cage made of humanoid bones. Is it almost like blocking the hallway? No, it is tucked in the corner. Um, it, you can walk past it easily enough, but it's odd. Tria is relaying this to Squeeb. We found a cage made of bones. <laughs> um, uh, just, just thought you should know. Great. Is that the way down? Is it an elevator? Who knows? <laughs> anyway, I should get going. And then she's like, we'll wait for Crixia to do something. Squeeb, um, as you receive this message, in almost like static... In the background of Tria's message, you can hear someone humming in Bodian. It's like they're they're humming some kind of song that's too quiet for you to catch the words, but you can tell the language is Bodian. All right. I don't know how you're getting into this fade, but who are you and what do you want? That's what you hear back, Tria. That's not you... That's not to you, Tria. Someone's listening. Someone is listening to this. Yeah. Like the static from yeah. Giggles? Yeah, similar vibes to Giggles, except I'm hearing a Bodian song. 
great. Do you want to cut communication now? I mean, we can, but it would mean, yeah, I mean, I haven't really been any help this thus far anyway, so it's probably a good idea. Great. Uh, give me a message. Oh, well, hmm, because I can't message you back. So if we're in trouble, I can't really say anything unless you check in on us. So do you think the Bodian humming is dangerous or? I have no idea. I've asked a question. Um, you obviously heard it uh, and I've got nothing back so far. So <sighs> I don't know what to do here. <laughs> cool. I'll just. I'm just going to continue doing this. You can figure out the Bodian thing. And then... <laughs> Again, and that response, that message response back, that humming is so familiar, Squeeb. You've almost certainly heard it before, but you cannot place it. While uh, they were having their little conversation, um, can I reach into my bag of sand take a handful and throw it down the corridor near the cage to check for like traps and whatnot. You it may throw... not work, but it's better than nothing. Yeah, you throw the sand. Um, as it hits the ground, roll me a perception check. I'm so perceptive. How is it a gladiatorial fight to the literal death is less scary than what's happening right now? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Because <laughs> that you know where the danger is coming from. That's why. This is some top tier heightening, DM. Very, very good. I'm so glad I'm not in there. <laughs> oh, <Me>. just wait. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure me and Harris know exactly what's coming. Uh, an eight? <laughs> Fuck, you have been rolling trash. Uh, your yep. dice are competitive today. Um,. It's fine. I rolled high enough to shove Halcyon's face in the sand, so... <laughs> yeah, that's all that really matters. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I'm good. <laughs> the sand lands, but as it hits the ground, it's the sound is a little softer than it should be. It's something really, really slight, but it's not grains of sand hitting a block. It's grains of sand landing on more sand. It's this tiny little distinction in the sound to the point where maybe you're imagining it. So Quixia pauses. Hmm. That sounded weird, but that could just be me. Um, We're facing a bone cage. This is all weird. We probably don't want to die. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Well, I don't think it's the cage so much as the issue is the people that built it. And Quixia will keep walking because they need to get to these fans. So she saw nothing wrong with this sand blending. It's fine. You walk past the cage. You hit on to the down to the bottom of the ramp. As you do, the hallway turns, opens up in front of you. Uh, you are now on the third floor, counting down from the top. Uh, as you turn the corner to glance at the full length of the third floor, or at least how much of it you can see through the veil that has only grown denser, this section of the hallway is fully... Almost like, picture an obstacle course. There are sharpened wooden stakes that go from one corner that jut out and it forms this huge, like, kaleidoscope of 
sharpened stakes all the way uh, from this end of the hallway till as far as you can see in front of you. So, sorry, just for clarification, um, like the, there's like a path through, but there is kind of like Indiana Jones kind of thing. Like there's a bunch of like the spears and stuff, but it's like secret spy. You, you make your way. A hundred percent. Yeah. From my past, can I find a way through? Uh, getting through here wouldn't be too much of an issue. Getting through here without touching one of these sticks would be pretty hard. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, from, like, past experience, can I possibly find a way through? That, like, you bend in the right way here to not touch that one, and then you, like, do this to not touch the other one, like... It's like the 90s movies with the lasers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It would be an acrobatics check. It would be a difficult acrobatics check, but it's not impossible. This is all of this bad luck been leading into this moment. Oh, you are right. (laughs) This is is gonna be fine. This is gonna be fine, guys. This this is what I'm built for. Everything's fine. Nothing's wrong. Motherfucking nineteen, yo's. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, You managed to slowly. Uh, arch your way around you dip, duck and in some places you have to make a small leap to get over these odd impediments in this hallway but you're able to make your way at least to the midway point without disturbing any of them as you are doing this uh, Tria you see Crixia going down this hallway in the weirdest way possible this is so strange. Uh, because of a message that I've sent you. Oh. There's so many secrets happening here. What? The fucking bone cage. You know about the bone cage. From my past, can I do some weird acrobatic shit to get through here? What is happening? Hey, everyone has a past. Everyone has a past. I don't uh, understand how any of this shit works, and I'm scared. <laughs> Tria is gonna like like squint at Crixia. Crixia, what are you doing? Well, I don't think it would be a good idea to impale ourselves the whole way down. So I'm making my what way you, through. What are you impaling yourself on? This. The the. the these things points to what's sticking out. I do not know what they're called in your language, but these things, they seem very sharp. In my language, that's an empty hallway. Oh, no. Turns and looks at her. What do you mean, empty hallway? Not empty. I don't know what you're seeing, but I'm not seeing anything. And, tr- like, can Tria try and reach out and touch something? Yeah, Craigs, you will try and be like, huh? and, like, try to go to touch the, like, smear at the same time. Uh, yeah, Crixia, you reach out. You can feel the solid wood. You can tell that it, it hasn't been cured or anything, that it would splinter pretty easily. Um, Tria, you reach out. There's nothing there. I'm touching it now. What are you on about? I'm not touching anything. Can you see? Am I supposed to be touching something? She's like waggling her hand through empty space. Uh, Tria, I need you to roll me an intelligence saving throw. 
correct. What the fuck, Josh? <laughs> Not good. That's an eight. You <laughs> slam your hand through what you thought was empty air, and you feel the end of like a wooden spear go through it. You blink, and then now you see the full hallway filled with spears. Yeah, it was the that thing. How she's, does... she's got the end of a spear in her hand. Yeah, so you take four points of piercing damage. Cool. <laughs> it's the most casual DM yet ever. Yeah. 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 What's the problem? You just spacked a spear. What do you expect? Tria like pauses for a second from the shock of it, and then just starts like screaming. <laughs> ah! What the? What? She's going to like. Do I hear still... this? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you. I'm sure you do. <laughs> There's a spear in my hand. Well, yes, that is why I was avoiding them. It seems painful. Yes, but it was empty. There was nothing here. And she's going to like try and like slowly pull her hand off of the spear and then grab like rip a piece of cloth from like her clothing and like press into her hand. You feel the pain, you pull your hand away from the spear, you rip a piece of cloth off, and as you go to sort of stem the bleeding, your hand's not bleeding. Um, I cast cast message. Um, is everything okay down there? I heard a scream. There's spears that exist but don't exist and also make you not bleed when they stab you. I hate magic. I hate it a lot. (laughs) Okay. Just don't touch the spears. You should be fine. <laughs> Best bit of advice there. I I wish Crixia had thought of that, Squid. Thank you. And I hope she listens to you. <laughs> Squeeb needs to write a manual for adventuring. If you see something dangerous, don't touch it. <laughs> it's like a pamphlet. It's like three pages total. <laughs> Make sure you eat once a week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Tria just like huffs and tries not to yell at Squeeb and then just looks at Crixia. You need to tell me how to get through here. Please. Yes. Uh, well, can she still see the spears since she's removed her hand? Yes. They are... It. Again, you cannot imagine how you missed them. They are all over this hallway as some sort of, like, defense. Now that Tria can see them, and obviously I am, like, half ahead, can the combination... Can I try, like, guide Tria to be like, okay, now, like bend back this much, twist this direction to, like, assist her getting through the spears. A hundred percent. Yeah. I'll say you slowly and carefully, and you know that this will just mean you spend more time in the veil, you are able to maneuver yourself back and then start sort of guiding each other um, all the way back to the midway point of the hall, where the hallway turns, continues straight ahead, where you see there's a ramp at the bottom, there is also a ramp at the midway point that would head, by your map, uh, it would head straight down to the fifth floor, or you could continue going, which would lead you to the fourth floor. 
we need to get to the fourth floor. So we will head in that direction. Are we out of the spears yet? Or are we still just... <laughs> the spears seem to continue the entire length of this hallway. Great. It's cool. It's fine. I've got you. I've got you back. Yeah, there. they will head in that direction. Alrighty. As you continue your journey, uh, we come back upstairs to Halcyon, Squeeb, and Lamtalith. Lamtalith walks right up to the edge of the veil, so close that it's almost lapping at her nose. Um, Then she turns her head, um, gives you a little nod, Squeeb. I would appreciate it if you came and stood next to me, Halcyon. Um, Yeah, of of course. Halcyon will swallow um, and go and stand next to her, but slightly behind her. Um, she reaches, she sees you, she gives you a big smile, and she reaches out to grab your hand. I take it. I would like you to take three steps forward. Um, uh, it, I think it will hurt me. Oh, I am a skilled alchemist. I will be able to fix anything wrong. It's just... This is an odd side effect, and I would really love to study it. Very well. Halcyon takes three steps forward. You step into the veil. You feel her, her, her grip tightens on your hand, so that now, even if you were to try and step out of the veil, she might be able to contest it. As you do, you do feel that odd cooling sensation, as if the heat is dispersed by the veil itself until you reach a neutral numbness. But other than that, nothing odd, nothing strange. Can I start to, like, roleplay feeling very, very sick? Like, performing? Like, this is real bad for goblins to be in. Absolutely. Roll me a deception or a performance check. Your choice. Deception, Vojo. Let me know if that passes or fails, please. 18. 18's very good. What do you do? I, like, start to be like, oh, my head as I, like, walk in, and then I'm in there, I start to, like, cough um, a little bit. And facing away from her, Halcyon wants to, um, like, kind of keel over and punch himself in the mouth <laughs> in a way that looks like he's hidden to try to draw blood. Uh, and then start like coughing and being like oh my head oh please let's get me out of here please roll me a sleight of hand or a um uh sleight of hand or performance your choice uh that's a 21 on performance um her grip doesn't lessen she looks down at you she sees that you're bleeding and she says oh well, isn't that interesting? Maybe you should take a few steps back. And she lets go of your hand so you can exit the veil. I, like, dash out and I, like, fall onto the sands. Really, really hamming it up. That's incredible. You weren't, <coughs> you weren't bleeding the first time you stepped into it. Interesting. I never really got into it the first time. <coughs> but how I would you know that it would hurt you? Oh, so being close to it hurt you. Yeah, I, I went up to it, and then I felt a bit foggy in the head, so I went, no, the iron tears can do it, and I'll go stand in the shade with you. Um, 
I hope you got what you needed. Do you need more information from me? Oh, almost certainly. She reaches into her robes and pulls out a healing potion. Um, now that you've had the breather, come back. <laughs> yes, Pandora member. <laughs> Go back. She hands you the healing Can potion. I, I drink it. Uh, yeah, you. the wound uh, on your lip from your own strike instantly heals. You can't tell uh, exactly how strong this potion was, but you can tell whatever it was, it was stronger. Um, the wound is healed almost instantly. Thank you. Are we ready to try again? Your wish is my command. Step forward three times. I do so. We cut back uh, inside. We are back down on the third floor. You have just managed to navigate these spears to the far end of the hallway where there is a space for you to stand safely. Um, however, back down the hallway that you've just exited, Tria, you hear Fitch's voice. Without the shadow of a doubt, it is Fitch's voice. Um, what are you... What? What are you doing? What are you... What? The tree, like, whips around and is, like, freaking out, trying to spot him. You whip around. You turn to try and spot him behind all the spears. The spears are gone. It is an empty hallway. Standing at the far side, you see a younger Fitch. You see that his his facial hair is very unruly. He's He's got sort of a little... Gl- a bit of a glint in his eye. Um, and his clothing is like it's unkempt, it's messy, it's handmade it's something his parents would have given him definitely not something he bought in Titan and there's a big smile on his face as he waves at you what do you what, where you take me to the strangest places you what you you don't look like this. You don't sound. And Tria, like, tries to shake her head. Can she sense that something is off, or is she very convinced by this image? Uh, that's entirely up to you. He looks different, that's for sure. Um, but he's I... responding to you. I have an assumption, sorry, really quickly, but can Crixia see or hear this man? Uh, he's just about to message you. Oh, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll look at that. Carry on, Jet. What? What are you doing here? Are you? This isn't. Are you okay? You sound like you need some rest. You are sleeping the- for two after all. What do you mean, what am I doing here? We came in here together to turn these fans back on. Not you, Crixia Fitch. Tria puts a hand on her shoulder. There is no one there. God, is this like those spears again? If I throw something at him, will it pass through? Tria will, like, grab a, like... Tria will grab, like, a copper coin. Um, and like try and 
heft it towards the image of Fitch. Yeah, roll me a dexterity attack. Fourteen. Uh, Fitch sees the coin coming and snatches it out of midair. He catches it and pockets it. Just out of curiosity, what do I see that happens with that coin? Uh, you see, as the coin is arcing, um, right before it hits the ground, a hand appears and catches the coin. You look up and Fitch is standing there. Not as you recognize him at all. He's a little younger. He's way less uh, tidy. And even his accent sounds a little bit different. You'll have to try harder than that. I'm sly as a fox. And he winks. Treya, I can now see who you're talking to. That is not the man that lives in Titan. I do not know what is going on, if it is the veil or something else in here. But that man is not who you think it is, or is not there. We should keep going. He says, almost like he's replying to you, Crixia. He says, well, I think that, you know, when we were getting the lowdown from Lamtalith, I think we're meant to go this way as well. Maybe we could split up. You continue down the way you're going and get that fan. I'll go this way and get the other one. Yes, you you go the other way, and Treyer and I will continue this way. Sure. Okay. Just, you know, take it easy. Don't overdo it or anything. <laughs> Treyer, are, are you pregnant? What what is he on about? Um, no. What? <laughs> it's the only time I've ever heard someone speak like that. I do not know. He says, oh, she must still be in shock. Um, I couldn't imagine what it would be like. Um, big smile on his face. He blows you a kiss, Tria, and then he turns to walk down the hallway on the far side. He heads towards a ramp that somehow you guys missed as you're making your way across. Well, I do not trust that. He never knew... Tree's gonna shake her head again and then keep going towards the door or the hallway. That section. That ramp. That thing. <laughs> I can't remember what was at the end of this hallway. Cover um, all the bases. <laughs> Crixie is seeing that Treen's quite shaken. I don't know quite what the word would be, but I guess shaken. Um, and obviously there is a lot of fuckery going on and she knows a little bit of the history between these two kind of puts a hand on her shoulder and gives it like a squeeze because doesn't really know what to say but then keeps walking like kind of like a reassuring like i'm here but i I don't talk much so have a hand shoulder squeeze kind of thing yeah you guys focus up you turn you head down the ramp onto the fourth floor uh as you do so you see that again threadbare mostly empty on the left, you see a giant lever. It's been painted red, so it really stands out. Uh, and on the other side, there's, there's a door with more symbols on it. Great. Uh... <laughs> you do not have to go into the room with the symbols to pull the lever. Um, but written in common beneath the symbols are the words Project Nix. 
Trey's gonna go towards the door with the symbols. As you approach the door, both you and Crixia can feel an incredible cold radiating from this room. The veil itself is meant to neutralize any temperature you feel. You know that from being above ground and in the cloud. But you are, like, just maybe like 10 feet away from the door, you can see your breath. That's how cold it is. This fan, if we turn it on, will it just blow all of this stuff around inside the room and kind of make it a little bit worse for us? Or will it kind of like filter outside the room? Uh, you actually haven't seen where the fan is. You just see the lever to activate it. Oh, it's just the lever in there. Oh, okay. 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 Gotcha. Um, can Tria press a hand to the door? You do so. The cold gets more and more intense to the point where it, it would almost burn to touch, except right before it starts to hurt, it stops getting colder and you touch the door. What are the symbols? Are they androchronic or something that, that Tria speaks? They're more, yeah, they're more notes. Because you got a, a 25, I'm just going to say that you don't have to roll anything else because a 25 is insane. Uh, the symbols... Uh, F-E-E-D. Trey will play that. Silently, the door opens, revealing the source of this incredible cold. We cut to Squeeb. Squeeb. <laughs> you fucker. You hear a deafening silence on your message spell. Whatever they have stumbled into, not only did you hear them having conversations with someone else, but whatever they've stumbled into has enough of an impact that you hear silence as you look and you watch as Halcyon is again subjected to the veil as he is asked to step back into it. Hey guys, Harris here. I just want to I apologize. I just want to apologize for my actions at the start of this episode. Um, I got a bit worked up. Uh, it's been a long week. Uh, but I'm not excusing that. And I apologize wholeheartedly. Um, if you want to review us, you, that's great. And we love it when you do. You can do it on iTunes, Spotify, Gmail, LostCastPodGmail.com on our socials. Or you can join our Discord. That's cool. But if you don't want to, that's fine as well. I don't want to smother you. You know, it's fine. I don't... Uh, I don't think it's that much to ask about you for you to do, but no, no, that's fine. Uh, no, no, I'm not going down that path. I apologize. Um, we're just grateful that you're listening. I mean, you know, maybe just one or two. No, sorry. No. no. <laughs> All right. I'll catch you later. All right. Sorry again. Bye. <laughs>